Yo, yo, yo. What up, party people? Episode four, I think, of the uh, Mediocre Happy Hour with Josh and introduce yourself, Nick. You just introduced me. Well, I know, but you, but you need to introduce yourself. <laughs> uh, why? You took it. There's not. They don't need to be introduced twice. I did. I'm sorry. You're right. This is this is Sir Nicholas of uh, Germanyville. Germanyville. Yeah, it's a real place. It yeah, it's got to be. Sounds too good <laughs> to be not real. Well, first off, uh, I you know I know we just started the podcast. I know that we're only four episodes in, technically five because you forgot to record one. But whatever, I forgave you. We're moving on. Yes. <laughs> but happy birthday, my dude! Your birthday was this last Friday. I hope you had an awesome time with your family. I know you got a gift that you told me about. So I want to hear about your birthday, man. What did you do? How was it? Tell me all about being old or mature. Well, I don't really remember what I told you I got. So that's part of being old, I guess. My memory's starting to slip. (laughs) And uh, uh, my birthday was good. What did I do? What did I do on my birthday? So it was the day after Thanksgiving. Um, We had to go grocery shopping. So I did that. And Uh then uh, we didn't buy anything like on Black Friday. Uh, We looked at a lot of stuff and then we were just like, man, do we really need to? Because like most of your Black Friday deals, they're expensive, right? So yeah, we're we're looking around and we're like, man, do we really need to spend this much money on something right now? So we didn't buy anything. Um, And then I came home and I took a nap. So that was pretty good. Uh, And then I opened my gifts, which... I told my wife not to get me anything and she did, but um, I got, they never listen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I got, uh, she bought me a really nice cutting board because uh, my daughter in her infinite wisdom, I had this nice wood cutting board that I've had forever. Uh, and her infinite wisdom didn't understand that you can't put a wood cutting board into a dishwasher where it uses high heat. Oh, no. You so, cannot. so she split it. So I like, and it was like my, cutting board. I have a bunch, but that was the one I like to use. So my wife got me a new cutting board um, and it's got this cool pattern on it. And then she had it, uh, she had it not embossed, but like they took a wood burner and burned my last name into the bottom corner. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. That's the part you told me. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, really nice, really cool. Super happy with that. Um, and then I got uh, a salt and pepper mill. So, you know, like grinders. Yeah. And yeah totally. And, and I, and I like things like that. <laughs> and then, uh, what was the last thing? Oh, um, I got, she got me some Godiva coffee, like ground. Okay. Coffee. Like the, like the chocolate company. Yeah. Okay. So they did like a holiday release and I'd seen it at the store, but it was super expensive for like a small bag. And I like went back and forth about buying it multiple times. And apparently she bought it. There was only like two left and she, she snagged a bag. That's awesome, dude. Have you tried it yet? Yeah, I'm drinking it right now, actually, um, and it's really good. So it's got a little bit of a chocolatey taste to it, and it's super mild, so it's not like overly bitter. Um, so so I like it. And you say this episode is sponsored by Godiva Coffee for you. I wish it was. Then maybe I wouldn't have to pay so much <laughs> money for their sponsor. chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I am you, I am drinking uh, Bustelo Instant Espresso because I was lazy this morning, and I actually like the way it tastes. So that's what I'm dealing with right now. I drink Bustelo all the time, especially when we're out in the field. It's so and good, I, man. Hon- it's honestly really good. And I put like the raw, uh, like Trebenado sugar. I put a little bit of that in there to just give it a little bit of. Hold on, can you say that one more time? The what kind of sugar? 
like what turbinado is that not how you pronounce it no turbinado no. turbinado there, there you go there you go <laughs> see i'm bringing the oh entertainment already man i just wanted to make it sound fancier for you nick i'm sorry yeah <laughs> but yeah so i mean that's what i did on my birthday and my wife was like what do you want for your birthday meal and i was like thanksgiving leftovers of course duh of course, obviously, and for the next seventeen days. Clearly. No, not when you have not when you have three kids. I'm already out, dude. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did make some homemade sweet potato casserole though. Uh, okay. With the marshmallows on top, my my kids had never had it before, so I was like, "All right, I'm making this." Yeah, I guess that's the advantage to my daughter being six. Uh, she is very picky with what she eats. So I will happily offer her Thanksgiving leftovers. And I did. And she's like, nah, can you just make me bacon? Like, I just want straight up bacon. That's her thing. Just, She'll just say straight up and then like, you know, say whatever she like drank her food she wants after it. Like, can I just have straight up cranberry juice? Like no water, just straight up cranberry juice. Just, just neat. Can I have it neat on the rocks? Wait, it's yeah, dude, that's like, how she ordered like three her, like, weeks. She's going to be like, can me. I have cranberry juice? Neat, please. Yeah. And I'm like, and then I'm CPS is going to get alerted. I know, dude. It's so funny. And she, she was doing it all the time. Like I took her to Thanksgiving to my, we went to my sister's house and the whole time she's like, I just want straight up chicken with ranch. <laughs> I'm like, Who are you? What are you doing? She apparently lives in the hood. I, she's pretty, yeah. She's the, the whitest little gangster kid you've ever seen. <laughs> Fact, facts. But, but yeah, so birthday really low key. Well, happy birthday, man. Sincerely, dude. I love you, man. I wish I could have been there to hang with you. That would have been amazing. But we did text on your birthday and I was thinking about you. And yeah, just I hope it was awesome, bro. Yeah, exactly how I wanted it. Quiet. Right. Like, I I don't know. I'm old. So like my birthday is not exciting anymore. (laughs) You're, You're past that. You're past that point. Yeah. Like I'm rapidly approaching the point where they start to raise my life insurance premiums. (laughs) so so it's like i mean i could get excited but or i could just take this nap and that's nice too oh my gosh dude i know i know exactly what you mean i worked a lot of hours this week um thankfully not in this store but outside of the store and uh yeah man it's like you get to that point where you're like i just want to nap right now that sounds amazing i don't want a black friday shop i don't i don't want to do anything i just want to sleep a little bit yep yeah, I didn't Black Friday shop either. I just I looked at some stores, I looked at some online sales, some uh, some paper ads, and nothing was just super. I don't know, man. Nothing really stood out. Like there were some record stores that had some pretty good deals, um, but nothing that I just really had to jump on. The thing that I'm most excited for, we already talked about, and it's it's uh, Cyber Monday deal with. Um, this company re-releasing one for the kids by yellow card, a 20th anniversary version of that, like remastered and high definition and all that good oh, stuff, yeah. unreleased photos and super cool release. And then I got like a, a preview email from them <clears throat> that they're doing seven regular color variants of the record and 11 or sorry, not 11, uh, four hand poured variants, which they showed a little teaser of like a red one. And dude, oh my gosh, the hand poured one looks so cool. So 11 variants total, and that goes live tomorrow. So you and I already talked about that. I'm going to try to grab uh, some extra copies so I can give you some and uh, hopefully grab some cool colors for us, you know? Yep, because I will not be able to. I have to be at work super early tomorrow, and I will not be back until super late. 
I got to work tomorrow too, but I'm going to set an alarm and pull off to the side of the road because you know, I drive a lot for my job and I'm just going to pull over and look at my phone. And as soon as 10 o'clock my time hits, I'm buying some records. Yeah. Just hopefully you're somewhere where you have service. Right. I know. Dude, that's my nightmare. Just like in the middle of the mountains. And I'm like, no, screaming. <laughs> right. And then well, uh, we set up Christmas decorations or we started to. We're not done. Sure. There's a, we, we bought like $200 worth of Christmas lights uh, Saturday. And uh, it's not enough because my house isn't bright enough. You got to be able to see it from space. <laughs> Straight up like uh, National Lampoon's um, Christmas vacation like that. Yeah, yeah. Where you're just okay. like, where you're blinding the neighbors and they're like <laughs> falling over their living room. It just Why is the like carpet daylight? wet, Todd? Why is the carpet wet, Todd? <laughs> Uh, man you brought the you brought the axe right dad or you brought the saw right dad and he's like what (laughs) but yeah Mm. so so that's it man my weekend in a nutshell has pretty much just been hanging out with the fam uh my daughter started playing halo hold on hold on one second i'm just clapping for her oh oh, okay proud proud Uh, dad moment well, yeah, no, I mean, she, she only started playing Halo because this, this boy that she likes that I don't like is playing Halo and he wanted her to play Halo. So, ah, gotcha. And then, I, and then I just made fun of her for like a solid day about how she needs to get good GUD. <laughs> She's like, I, she got, said. I got seven kills. And I was like, yeah, welcome. Uh, those are rookie numbers. You got to pump those numbers up. <laughs> Yeah, man, I had some rough matches on Halo recently, but I had some some really good ones as well. That that Fiesta mode that they're doing right now is so chaotic. Like, I swear I was spawning them to matches where they're just, like, giving the enemy team, like, here's a sword, uh, here's a rocket launcher, here's a sniper rifle, and they're giving me, like, the plasma pistol and, like, yeah. a rock. You know you can hit Y and switch, and you have a random secondary weapon too, right? I did that That's once. That's what I'm saying. And, and I had, had a, a rocket launcher. Pistol. So yeah. I had, like, a... Uh, plasma pistol and then I, I was like this is dumb so I hit Y and I had the rocket launcher and I was like let's go and then I died immediately so yeah see I had a match yesterday last night where I spawned three times in a row with the plasma pistol and my secondary was the, the sidekick um, regular pistol and that's a, that's oh, a pretty no. wicked gun that gun's not terrible but when the enemy team has snipers and rockets you do not want a plasma pistol <laughs> and a regular pistol <laughs> yeah that's fucking horrible <laughs> But that's when you do the, uh, you know, for people like your daughter, they didn't grow up with Halo or even the boy she's playing with. Like they, they probably don't know like the old school Halo tricks of like charge up the plasma pistol, you know, blast yeah. the enemy's shields away, immediately switch to your secondary, pop a couple of shots off and finish them off, you know, because that plasma yeah. pistol charge will, will track a little bit and it will melt a shield. Yes. And I was trying to explain to her that it's all about the melee. So like, you're not going to finish somebody with a weapon unless their shields are already down. So you need to like unload your weapon on them and then go punch them in the face. Go punch them right in the nose. <laughs> and she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, when someone shoot, when you're shooting at someone, are you running towards them or away from them? She's like, well, I'm running towards them. And I was like, so then when you get close enough, you punch them in the face. You punch them in the face. It's yeah. like, uh, it's like the wedding singer. You're like, I got punched in the nose for sticking my face in other people's business. <laughs> 
I did. I did notice what you were talking about, by the way, when, when I mentioned, uh, I think it was last episode. I'm, I'm sure it was last episode because that was our Halo episode where you talked about, um, I was like, I don't think the headshots do anything unless there's no shield. And you were like, no, they definitely do. So I was paying more attention to that when I was playing the past couple of days. And you're absolutely right. If you, no matter what weapon you have, if you aim like chest or, or head, you definitely melt through the shields a lot quicker. And especially the more powerful weapons like the Ravager grenade launcher and stuff, if you aim on like the upper part of their torso, it, it melts them a lot quicker for sure. Yes. It, so, it is a lot faster. I agree. I like it. So you've been playing some more Halo 2 then, huh? Yeah, so, I mean, not as much as you. Uh, we both agree that you have a problem. I, I, I do. Is this? Wait a minute. Hold on. Is this a podcast recording or is this an intervention right now? I need to know. Uh, it's, it's maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> Your family loves you, Josh. And, <laughs> like, three well, other people well, like, come on. Like, I've been busy, like, all week, so I didn't, I didn't really play, like, at all last week during the work week, maybe like a match a day or something like that. And I'm like, Oh yeah, Josh is like working a lot too. And I I like get on steam and it says that you're like almost at 30 hours played. And I'm like, what? Oh my gosh. I don't need 30 hours. What? (laughs) I'm looking at me thinking that I, cause normally I have more time to play than you do. And I'm all, I'm only at like, I think I just hit nine hours. Oh, wow. I thought you played more than that. Hold on. Now, now you're going to check just, uh, just to uh, yeah, verify. Because Steam, Steam is always open, so I'm just going to open my dashboard and look. Sure. I'm at 9.8 hours, and you, sir, are at 26.2. Oh, wow. And actually, I haven't closed my Steam in a while. For some reason, it doesn't update your stats unless I, like, exit Steam and log back in. Okay. So, so like, you may be more than that. So what you're saying is I should go outside and experience sunlight. Yeah. As a, as, a, as a matter of fact, today you unlocked the Skyhook shot achievement. I, I did. I, I earned that in a Fiesta match on like, I don't know why they let people just fly a Skyhawk around. It was on one of like the indoor maps, basically. They didn't really have any place you could fly around. But yeah. this dude flew like the Wasp right through the middle of the map. And I just Skyhooked it, uh, hijacked it in midair. And that achievement popped. And I was like, all right, I'm here, I'm here for this. Yes. So... So yes, you probably are well over, you're probably over 30, if we're being honest with ourselves here. I probably am. So I, I need to, I need to slow it down. Slow it down. No, I mean, if you're having a good time, you know, keep playing. Yeah, it's like I was thinking about it before we hopped on to record because we normally talk about the games we've been playing, the music that came out that week, you know, just general general stuff with our life. And that's kind of what we're doing right now. But I was thinking about it and I'm like, I haven't played anything except Halo. Um, yeah. And I've, I've played it, you know, a couple of times this week. But the times I have played it, I sat down and played it for a good, you know, three hours. And then I was like, OK, like I should take a break because it, it's just so addicting, man. Right. Um, I mean, so I did pick up some digital games on the Black Friday sales. Let me see what I got. Here. Oh, that's right. You did. Yes. Yeah, so you could talk about. Oh, yeah, because you've been playing some new games. So you could definitely talk about that. I'd like to hear about the games that that you were playing or you Hold haven't planned. What, what did I buy? I know. I know you bought Godfall. That's one game. Yes, bought. I bought Godfall um, and played. I'm only like three or four hours into it. Uh, it is you can definitely tell it is a like launch game for a console, right? Like if that had released in the middle of a generation, it would have been completely trashed. Um, 
So it has like a launch game feel to it. I also feel like they've updated it a ton to where it's probably better than it was at launch. I didn't play it at launch. Um, but I mean, I didn't think it was a bad game. It's a, it's a very mediocre action game. And since I got it on sale, I was like, all right, well, I'm not mad. Right. It's one of those games where if you, like you said, if you buy it at a good deal, it's, it's, you know, as long as it's somewhat enjoyable and you get something out of it, you're just like, all right, this isn't that bad. Yeah. So like if you, if you bump up the difficulty, it, it takes a little bit of skill. Like you're not just going to be able to steamroll everything. Um, and the combat's fairly engaging. Uh, and it seems like it's a pretty deep game. It also seems like maybe it has a lot of like, I have to play this level 12 times to get enough experience to like unlock this thing, which can be kind of annoying, but uh, sure. yes. Well, that's a, yeah, we talked about that with Halo too, where the, at first it's gotten better now. Um, but at first the leveling up and the unlocking stuff in Halo was a little rough. And I, I honestly don't think I would be playing as much as I have been if they wouldn't have tweaked that. Uh, so, you know, you, you get a little bit of experience per match, but it's, it's easier to hit like those challenges. And then they added the new event in. So they're giving you a reason to keep playing. And like I was telling you when we were talking off recording, uh, the challenges are constantly like changing and they're different. So you're, you're, they're always giving you a reason to play like this mode or play that mode, which keeps it really fun and interesting. You're not, otherwise I would, I feel like I would just get locked into like, I'm just going to play Slayer all the time, but they give you a reason to play these other modes, even including ranked, like the ranked challenges pop up and I haven't even touched ranked yet. Oh dude. Ranked is so sweaty. Ranked is what you go play if you don't like the game. Yeah, here's a battle rifle. Uh, learn how to land headshots and only headshots. And if you miss, uh, you're dead. Right. <laughs> and grenades. Lots. Of, uh, hey, uh, welcome to Halo. Grenades everywhere. Right. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, so there was Godfall. Um, and then, actually, I think I picked up quite a few games on the on the Xbox store. Um, so they had like a Jackbox party pack eight was on sale. So I picked that up. Those are always fun to play with the fam. Uh, I picked up Life is Strange, True Colors. Okay. Yeah, I'm familiar with that game. Uh, that's the newest one, right? Yes. Yes, it so is. So I haven't even installed it, but it was super cheap on sale. I heard good things about it. So I was like, okay. Uh, I picked that up. And then I picked up uh, Watch Dogs Legion. On the, on the Xbox as well. It's like 14 bucks. Is that the newest one? That came out last year, yeah. Last year, okay, yeah. I remember that I remember that name too, so that's the, okay. Because they have like three Watch Dogs games now, or, or is it four? Uh, so I think Legion is the third one. Third one, te- technically. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I think, I think that's the third one. And it, it, I mean, it reviewed fairly well. I think it got like an eight. Um. And it's, you know, it's, it's a Ubisoft open world game. So just, right. just stuff to play when I go on vacation here in a couple, in a couple weeks. Ubisoft open world game. So I just heard hours and hours and hours of content. Yeah. Well, speaking of like hours and hours of content, um, some of the news that did come out and maybe we talked about it on our Halo episode, but maybe not, but more and more of the, uh, Halo campaign previews are coming out. Oh, nice. And it sounds like that campaign is not going to be short. That's a good thing. That's awesome. Well, like uh, the initial the initial ones I saw, they got to play like four hours of it, right? 
um, and they were only on one part of the, the halo ring because it's kind of divided up into zones. And they, they didn't even get to the part where you can get to the next area of the halo ring. So if it's if you're playing for four hours and you're only completing like three story missions and you're still stuck on this one little tiny sliver of the halo, and, you know, there's, I think, looking at their map, there's like five sections. Mm-hmm. Like, that campaign's going to be like 30 hours. That's awesome. I'm excited for that, dude. I remember, maybe it's just my memory of being... I don't know, 12 or so, somewhere around there. I mean, pretty young, but uh, playing the first Halo, I remember, you know, the OG on Xbox campaign. I remember that campaign being feeling very, very long. You know, they had like 10 chapters, but every chapter (laughs) felt felt very long. That campaign, you can beat that whole campaign in like five hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, well, how old are you now? You're what, 32? 35. You're 35? Well, minus yeah. 20. So I was like around 15. 15. So that's when Halo came <clears throat> out. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because I, like, I was thinking I was 10-ish when like, I was did playing you, Did you have an Xbox? Lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, so I think we talked about it, but I, I pre-ordered. Um, I pre-ordered the original Xbox with Halo. Got it like the day it came out, knowing nothing about Halo. I think if I remember correctly, I got that. And I got uh, Project Gotham Racing. Those were the two, two games I, well, I bought. Well, you picked wisely. Yeah, from the from the get go, and of course, I remember the gigantic controller, which you either like loved or hated. Like the very first generation Xbox controller, felt like a brick. <laughs> the Duke. Yeah. So, um, mm. yeah, but so all the ca- Halo campaigns uh, have been super short, and I think uh, Halo Five was like clocked in around like seven or eight hours, but it was like seven or eight hours of just trash. So. You know, gotcha. Yeah, I didn't play. I didn't play five. I think the last. I definitely played the ODST campaign. I believe I played four co-op with a, a buddy, if I remember correctly. I don't remember much of it though. I don't even know if we finished it. And I don't think I've touched five's campaign. So at all. four, four and five. Like four was okay. It wasn't as good as three. And then five. The marketing for five was awesome. So they marketed the crap out of it. You know, there was this other Spartan and he was going to hunt down Chief because Chief was wanted for like a war crime or something, right? So they marketed this whole game about you versus this other Spartan. And then uh, the game comes out and in the campaign, like halfway through the campaign, you end up on the same side as this dude. And you're like, well, you just, you bait and switched me, man. Like I was expecting like this, this, this whole fight all the way through the campaign and like three hours in, hey, buddy, how's it going? All right, let's go fight the Covenant now. It's fine. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy, I'm not your buddy guy. I'm not your guy, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and then, like, there's these, this boss fight. Like, they, they had boss fights in five, and you literally just fought the same dude over and over and over, and every boss fight just was the same. There was no new mechanics. It was just the same. He was really stupid, really annoying. Just like not fun. So gotcha. hopefully they don't fall into that trap. Yeah, I don't think I've, I mean, I might go back and play that at some point in time just to say that I did and kind of catch up with the story. But no, I, I totally, totally missed that. Like I pretty much jumped right into multiplayer, um, played a little bit of that. Save yourself time and just watch the story up until infinite, like in a video. Mm-hmm. I promise. Like don't, don't waste your time on five. It is, it is horrible. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's just hard to like with anything, 
movies, you know, music games, it's really hard <clears throat> to recreate that like first time feeling, you know what I mean? Of yeah. like first time you encounter a certain enemy, first time you see that mechanic, first time you're playing through a game. Like it's, it's so hard to measure up to that. Um, I'm thinking like specifically of the first Halo where it's around chapter seven, six or seven, I want to say, where you fall into like that dark pit and, you know, spoiler alert, if anybody hasn't played it, but if you haven't played it by now, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> but oh, you fall yeah. in like a, a dark pit, you know, and you start, you start playing the, the campaign and they start talking about this new enemy called the flood that you hadn't seen like up to that point, you know, and it's like the levels dark, the spaces are crowded. Yeah, the, the level you're, you're referring to is 343 Guilty Spark. That's it. Yep. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, and so you, you, mm -hmm. it's your first time going to like an alien uh, facility I think because up until then you'd just been walking through the map like in open areas and finding enemies like getting to this facility and you get to this facility um, and then you think you're done with the mission but it doesn't end and then all of a sudden this enemy you hadn't seen before is just everywhere and you have to run yeah exactly they're like you don't know how to fight these guys yet so just survive and it's it's all dark it's, it's borderline like survival horror I mean for sure at, at least back in you know back in the day when that game came out, because nothing like that had really, I, I hadn't played anything like that. It was a totally new experience for me. Yeah, super, super good. Still probably one of the best story missions ever in a video game. I remember being it's, terrified. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, no. you're, you're playing it with the lights on, your buddy's yes. next to you, and you're still like looking behind That's, you, and you're like, are the flood coming after me? Because like, there was those <sighs> balloon-type enemies that you would shoot, and they would explode. And then yeah. after they exploded, like the little spider guys, like would chase after you, you know, the little tiny mm -hmm. dudes. And if you had a shotgun, you could get most of them, but you're just like, Oh, this is so creepy. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, no, like I hate scary games. I'm a big baby when it comes to that thing. So like, I remember I died the first time when that happened. Cause I was like, Oh, I couldn't find my way out. It was too dark. Um, and it was one of those where like, okay, turn the lights on. And then I went in adjusted the brightness so I could see everything and was like, all right, now we play you know so like i i ruined the experience for myself but man i just cannot do scary games turn the lights on and you're just like i'm not scared you're scared and your wife's like i well, i just asked what you wanted for dinner <laughs> like, uh, yeah that's what i said <laughs> yeah oh, meatloaf so funny but like it's stuff like that it's just like it's just memorable man and and of course like I think I know you did this to the very last level of Halo one where you get in the warthog and you're just escaping that facility that's exploding at the very end of the game. And yep. there's that, that one point where you could try to jump the warthog onto like the top of the level where you weren't really supposed to be. And, but if you got the right speed and the right angle, you could do it. And there is no point to doing it other than just to say like, look what I did. <laughs> <laughs> look what I did. Now let me restart this level. But there was those, uh, there's this, those Easter eggs too, where on that same level, if you'd stopped like halfway through uh, and went down. So the whole place is exploding and you're just like, stop the warthog. And you're like, hold on for just a second. And you get out and go down this little corridor and walk to the end of the corridor. And there's that, that uh, little tiny um, grunt that's just sitting there. And he's like, just waving his arms. And he's like, we're going to die. We're all going to die. And <laughs> we're all going like, to die. And you could just sit there and just watch him like freak out. So like, it's those cool Easter eggs, man. Like from the very beginning. Yes. And the grunt yep. and the party hats. I think that was the thing. Uh, no, oh, well, that was a skull. So like, oh, it was okay. Oh yeah, the where you pop them in the head and like the confetti. The grunt birthday party, yeah. That's so funny. 
I don't know. Maybe there was like a grunt in a party hat. Maybe you interrupted a birthday party. I don't know. <laughs> you interrupted. You crashed into a birthday party like my daughter did. You're just like, this is my party now. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, that, that's all I've really played. Like I dabbled in, in Godfall a little bit. And yeah, that's about it. Just played, just played a whole lot of Halo. And then made fun of my daughter for not being good at Halo. It's hard, man. It's it certainly takes a minute to get back into it, and it's one of those games where, like, the, the I don't know, the more you play it, you do pick it up quicker. You know, you the instincts of like throw a grenade to end a fight or start one stuff like that. But it's it's hard, man. And yeah. I'm still trying to figure out uh, some of the new weapons. Like I did all the the weapon training tutorials um, to try to like get the three stars on each of those. And, and I did, and that was, that was somewhat helpful, but some of those weapons are just really hard Wait, to use. You and... got three stars on all of them. Yeah, I did. Wow. Try hard. I, I was a hundred percent a try hard on that. I was like, oh, I wonder if there's an achievement for this. There was not. So, well, there should be. I know that's what I'm saying. Like there has to be an achievement for getting like three stars. Cause I still have that little bit of achievement hunter in me i'm like i don't care about achievements i'm older now whatever i don't care but in deep down inside i'm like i i, I wonder I, I wonder is there an achievement if i do this there yeah. or not well there was like you get an achievement for getting three stars on at least one of them so uh yeah yeah you figure they would have been like all right you got three stars on all of them here's your fucking two thousand point achievement thanks <laughs> you're like thanks. yes you did get this I did get the secret achievement you were talking about, though. I had to look it up just like you did, but the one where you have to like go backwards. <laughs> I was just about to berate you for looking it up. And then you just said, yeah, just like you did. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> just like you did. Just like you paid $3 for the flipping treasure pack in Forza. <laughs> Who cares, man? It's $3. And now I don't have to actually find, well, you still have to find stuff. And some of those bonus boards are hard to get, but. For yeah. your anniversary, you can give your wife a card, and that card will say, "Sweetheart, you're my treasure pack." <laughs> you're my treasure pack DLC. <laughs> <laughs> you did tell your wife, did, "Did you pre-order the fancy version?" And she's like, "You know, I did." And you're like, "Okay, that comes with that comes with DLC." <laughs> DLC releasing next year. What is that supposed to mean? Oh, we're not, we're not, no romance until that date. All right, <laughs> you down with DLC? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh god! Oh man! This is what happens when I'm tired and there's not enough coffee. You just ramble about absolute nonsense, and I'm yeah, here like, for it. Here we go. I don't, uh, I don't know, man. There's not a whole lot of game news. Uh, the only kind of news I can think of off the top of my head is uh, they they announced like the nominees for the game awards, um, mm-hmm. and everybody was angry because Forza Horizon Five didn't get nominated for Game of the Year, and I'm really? like. Yeah, it, it really didn't, even though like it's been universally uh, acclaimed f- from all the critics and, and stuff like that. But it, when you think about it, right, a racing game has a very limited appeal. And it's not to say that another genre doesn't, but action adventure is pretty broad. And a lot of people can play those games and a lot of people do because they all mean different things. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas a racing game is a racing game and that is it is a racing game right so if you don't like racing games then forza is not for you right i don't really like cars mm-hmm. right would you hear clear yeah <laughs> like you can say you don't like action adventure games but then still like god of war right because that's going to be an exception because it's like 
you know, it, it's different than say Tomb Raider or whatever the action adventure game is uh, mm-hmm. type deal. So I, I, I can understand why they didn't throw it there, but it's just kind of weird that uh, man, who, who's voting on these nominees? Cause it's like, did you just not play Forza? Did, did you not give it a shot? Like what's going on? Not, <clears throat> yeah, dude, the first time I saw Forza advertised on, um, Oh, I'm going to, I want to say E3. I think it was E3. That's yeah, that sounds right. Uh, when I saw it advertised, like at the, I was just blown away because the picture they had on the screen looked like just a straight up, like nature photo you would go into, you know, any art store and buy and be like, Oh, I like mountains. Like I'll take that. I'll take that picture to put on my wall. And then like, they, they don't, they don't cut away. They don't move the camera at all. And you just see like a McLaren cruise by the mountains and yeah. then they start talking and they're like, oh yeah, by the way, like this is the game. Like this is the game engine that you're looking at. And I'm like, what? Like that, that looked like a photo. Like you've got to be kidding me. Like the game is just gorgeous, man. I mean, the cars look that way too, but every detail they put in there is just incredible. Yeah. But now it's like, where do you go from here? Right. You know, I, <laughs> this is- I almost feel like they need to add like a story campaign to it. And I, I, I hate myself cool. for saying it, right? Because historically, um, there hasn't been a good racing story campaign ever, really. Like, I know when I was a kid, I was really into, uh, remember Need for Speed Underground, the first mm-hmm. one? Yeah. Um, like, I thought that had a pretty cool story. Uh, turns out it didn't. It's super cheesy and super just like a ripoff of Fast and the Furious. Uh, <laughs> but hey, I was, I, I was like, what, like sixth grade, seventh grade, maybe? eighth grade i don't know we're old and uh so i feel like they need to do something like that like put a campaign mode like yes still have your horizon mode right where it's all about the festivals and you're unlocking stuff but what if you put like a a story mode into into your open world with right. like cuts cut scenes and and voice acting that's not over the top and cheesy because you know, man, their cars sound great, but they're voice actors. Mm. <laughs> yeah. One thing I like about this podcast that we're doing, uh, <clears throat> I like that we can talk about, I mean, like literally anything, but we're not always talking about new games. Like, I think it's just really rad to go back and think about old games that have done stuff really well, you know? And, and as you were talking just now, the reason why I bring this up is I immediately thought of I'm pretty sure I got this on the original Xbox as well. It was Need for Speed Most Wanted. And I got the uh, Black Edition on the original Xbox. Um, I believe, I believe I'm remembering correctly. Most Wanted. No, I'm sorry, not Most, not most Wanted. Blacklist. I'm sorry. Blacklist. Oh, you got, no, no, you most definitely got Blacklist on. That wasn't yeah. on the original Xbox, was it? I'm pretty sure it was. I'm, I'll Google Hold on. it. Quick, I'm Google but... it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I misspoke about the game. I, I it was blacklist. Um, so it's Need for Speed blacklist, and it was like I think they, I think it might have been the most wanted edition or something like that. I'm, I might be remembering that incorrectly, but there, the point I was trying to make was like that game had a fantastic story, at least in my opinion. When I when I played it, where uh, you were you no, were dude. Just like, no, uh, no, it did not. That game that game was always. So Need for Speed Most Wanted slash Blacklist. Let me let me see what the fuck is going on. Because it came out in 2005. I remember in one of them that had a good story. And I'm getting all my Need for Speed games mixed up right now because they have like a ton. Why um, is it? 
Underground yeah. was fantastic. I remember that. Okay, hold on. I gotta find. I I've got to figure out Undercover. Let's see here. Undercover. Two thousand five. So was there two different versions? Two thousand five. Yeah, that that time frame sounds correct. Yeah, because that's right. It was a it was a it was a cross generational uh, release. Mm-hmm. You know what? And I'm I'm not sure. And if someone actually finally listens to our podcast all the way through and gets to this point, and I'm wrong, uh, you can write it in the review. Like these guys suck. They don't know what they're talking about. But. Uh, <laughs> worst podcast ever so i i think if you got no, it on so i am remembering the correct game because they've, they've had like a ton of versions of of so it wasn't blacklist blacklist was pretty good i remember enjoying that game but the so one i'm most wanted of, yeah yeah so the one i'm thinking of was on original xbox you can buy it on it took me to ebay right away you can buy it on ebay for five bucks uh original xbox platinum hits but yeah need for speed most wanted and the reason why i remember it is like the cover of that game is that you know bmw m3 like one of the iconic need for speed cars like the silver one um that you drive pretty much the entire game but that that game's story i remember being pretty decent you're you're right they did a really good job of making sure that like you're working your way you know working your way up like taking out all the rival people and stuff like that and uh yeah, just just escaping the cops and like it just had a really cool mix of everything and especially back in 2005 like I had not played a game like that and I, re- I remember having a lot of fun with that game and I would just get on there cause a bunch of havoc until the cops started to chase me and then I would just try my best to escape them you know once I had like a five-star rating and helicopters and all that stuff after me <laughs> yes so you're right most wanted was a great game um, what I was thinking of that was a horrible game was need for speed the run Yes, that game got not. I remember when that came out because uh, I was like, "Oh, cool, a Need for Speed game." And then I looked at the reviews, and it's like, uh, "This doesn't look super great." Hold on, so I, I had to Google this, but um, yeah, the run. And I remember the the tagline for that one was, "You could get out of the car." Right? There was like on foot sections, which turned out to just be like QTE quick time events. Oh, okay. Uh, and there was they were super bad. The animations were horrible. Uh, So let's see here. I'm going to look at critic reviews. Let's see who scored this game well uh, and be like, well, that didn't age well. (laughs) So I'm on Metacritic. Let's see. What did, did, uh, did IGN not review this game or were they not on Metacritic at the time? What is going, this is 2011. All right. Back in, back in the day. It's well, think about it. That's only 10 years ago. That's not that that long <laughs> right a whole decade um so there was an there were some outlets like one called bitgamer gave it a nine okay yeah so there was outlets that gave it seven five seven seven eight eights nines let's see um and actually there's like no notable pc gamer is the only notable like big reviewer i think uh well there's like some hero gamer ones but i haven't played a need for speed game in a while i tend to i like need for speed i still do 
Um, I tend to steer more towards the games like Forza or Gran Turismo, and I usually play them on the harder settings just because I, I like to I like to drive the car manual, um, even in the game and shift yeah. and stuff like that. It makes me feel more engaged when I'm playing and just I, I don't know, like I like that realistic feel. Um, and, and of course, the graphics like that's just what what I tend to go towards. But I, I did hear the Need for Speed Heat, uh, which came out a couple of years ago. I heard that's a, actually a really, really fun game it, if you like it, the that arcade yeah. feel. Yeah. So actually, since you have Game Pass Ultimate, right? Yeah. So I can, I think, I, I think it's free on there, right? Well, it's not on Ultimate, but Ultimate includes EA Play. So if you okay. download the EA Play client, um, you can download uh, Need for Speed Heat or the Heat or whatever it's called, and it's free to you. Yeah. Nice. I'll have to check that out because I've seen gameplay and that game looks really, really cool. And that game got I, reviewed really I've well. I've played it and I think it, it it's, it's a good racing game. Um, it, it has that story mode that I'm telling you, I think maybe the, like the next thing that Forza needs to do is add something like that. I'm not saying get rid of the horizon event or the horizon festival, right. But build a story mode around it. Um, sure. You know, or just don't do a horizon festival. Do like Forza, you know, street racing, whatever, and come up with some stupid street racing story. Cause those always pan out well. Right. Um, exactly i mean any any racing game the story can be lame and it can still be fun you know it's like i've always enjoyed the you're a rookie you just came into town like you know here's your uh your first junkie car and now go ahead and make a name for yourself and like get better cars as you go you know what i mean like super played out story it's been done a million times but it's fun like i i don't know i've i've always enjoyed that but when you do a story you know really well especially with the racing game um it can be done and then it works out great because i think that's what makes gran turismo hard to play sometimes is they're great racing games they're very realistic and great graphics but there's really no story at all you know you're just picking a race and you're you're doing it and you're that was kind of gran turismo 5 i think on the ps3 you're just basically picking random events and just racing them and that's it (laughs) right that gran turismo is for people who only care about cars and that's it like they're they're so into cars that it's got to be the most realistic experience ever like you're right there driving the car that's not me Right. I, it needs to be, it needs to be fun. You, you buy Gran Turismo and you're like, Oh man, I love how realistic this is. You know, the next day you check your mail, you've got like a, like a payment for a car you're leasing. You're like, what? <laughs> you want to become the star citizen of freaking uh, racing games. Yeah. Dude, yeah. You're you, just like, you're making, you're making payments for like every car you own in Gran Turismo. And you're just like, I don't want a game this realistic. Thing. Sorry. It's what you asked for. Did you see that Star Citizen has crowdfunded over $400 million? That's insanity. And it's still not out yet? Wow. Like, you can play it, right? But everything's Uh a beta. Uh, This game's never coming out, right? Like, this dude's just going to keep crowdfunding and and taking people's money and making new content. And that's fine. Like, he's giving them new content, right? But your original investors, whoever originally invested in this thing, like, you owe them a release right because there was probably something in the contract that says they don't get any royalties until you hit your official release and it's been like 20 years 15 years or whatever i don't know that's crazy but, oh man uh, hey just so you're aware need for speed the runs campaign was only two hours <laughs> nice <laughs> two, so a two hour campaign for a 60 dollar game so what Actually, you're saying is the campaign of the run 
doesn't last as long as like a single sitting of Halo that I've had. <laughs> yeah, so its running time is pretty short. See what I did there? Uh, yeah, give it to me. Give it to me. Okay. Got a short right. run time. See, oh see? I'm gonna keep going. You got it. <laughs> Achieve, achievement unlocked. I need that achievement unlocked. A little noise that like you know oh, popping up. Two bit dad jokes unlock. There you go. <laughs> unlock. That's the title of uh, this episode. Is gonna be called Dad Joke because we've only told one. <laughs> dad joke. Achievement unlocked. Dad joke. <laughs> Just the same, uh, but if you tell two jokes, we rescind the achievement and it goes away. Oh my gosh, that'd be amazing! The ability to take achievements back from players, like you got the plat, you got the platinum trophy. Oh sweet, never mind. Oh, but uh, yeah. So the, the game awards come up. I think they are on December 9th Is when the game awards is is going to be streamed or whatever. And to be honest with you, I do not care at all about who wins what or who gets nominated for what. Right. What I do care about is the game awards are becoming like a hot spot for announcements. So, and apparently Xbox is supposed to have some big ones. PlayStation is going to have some big ones. So that's why I'm going to watch. I get that. It's because they, they know people are going to tune in for the awards, hopefully. And then they're going to drop, drop no, no, some no, no. really good I'm, news. I'm tuning in for the announcement of Fable and when that's going to come out. And then uh, <laughs> I am gonna have to be forced to watch who gets awarded what so since since you brought it up should we talk about should we talk about the time that i played fable (laughs) uh, (laughs) no that was uh, fable that was fable was it one uh yeah it was definitely fable one because i i did i have played two um and it's good but it was definitely fable one and it was my oh man it's probably my second or third time through the game i i had definitely played it before i think it was my second full playthrough so let me i'll paint a picture for anybody um for anybody listening and then you can chime in if we get if i get details of the story wrong here but basically like nick and i we were hanging out with our friends stephanie and carrie all the time and we were playing a lot of uh rock band and we ended up playing like resident evil 4 which there's some good stories about that um just lots of random that, games. by the way i don't remember playing resident evil 4 ever Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe that's a different story. But we maybe were, we that were playing was game. like when you were mad at me and didn't invite me over for like a month. <laughs> no, I was never mad at you. Never uh, ever, dude. Never ever. Never ever. But somehow we ended up playing Fable, and and Stephanie was just watching me play Fable because she had never seen it. So like we'd hang out and I just like kind of play and we'd hang out and talk and you know whatever. And so we're playing through the game. And I get to the point in the game, spoiler alert again, where you have to make a choice. Like with, uh, I forgot the guy's name, but he's like- Is it the, the red ma- pill or the blue pill? Basically, yeah. He's <laughs> like, do you want to stay here in the matrix or do you want to come with me? And I was like, um, I'll stay here. I'm good. <laughs> and, uh, and he gives you a decision, right? I hope I'm remembering this correctly. And he's like, you either have to like kill your sister or- yeah you can let her live. And if you, if you kill her, like, I think the trade-off was you get like, you know, his, his weapon, which is like super powerful and, you know, obviously kind of a no brainer choice. And Stephanie's like, well, you can't kill your sister. Like you, you, you can't, like you, you can't yeah. do that. And I was, and I was like, yeah, you're, you're right. I can't. It's like, I have to, I have to make the right choice here. And she's like, okay, good. And so like, I turn around and like hit the action button, just like wipe my sister off the face of the earth. And I go, whoops. <laughs> 
She was so mad at you. Didn't she kick us out after that? Oh, she was so mad, dude. Not even like, not even jokingly upset. She was legitimately furious with me. And, yeah. and, and dude, I, to this day, if I bring it up, I, she'll, she'll be like, I cannot believe you did that. Like unbelievable. She's, she's so hardcore about role-playing games and decisions in them and achievement hunting and all that stuff. Like she is a hardcore gamer. So she was very upset. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I did it for the achievement. <laughs> Oh man! Not yeah, I remember. Mention, I remember that. Speaking of her being mad at stuff, this is a, just a random short story. Like she, she hates. She, she would never ever rename characters in a Final Fantasy game. Like when she plays a game and it's like, here's the character. That's it. Like you, you hit okay. You move on. That character is yeah. Cloud Strife. I played through Halo or in a Halo WoW. Played through uh, Final Fantasy VII and renamed every single character. Yeah, just Spider. <laughs> <laughs> I send her screenshots of like I think I got Bahamut and I named him Big Fudge and I sent her like a screenshot of that and she's like she's like I hate you <laughs> stop playing this someone's talking about Final Fantasy 7 and they're like a Bahamut and you're like I didn't have that one are you sure and they're like yeah Bahamut and you're like oh I see why you mean Big Fudge <laughs> Fudge I bring up Big Fudge to finish the fights <laughs> Oh, gosh it's like i'm ron burgundy <laughs> this is uh, so good yeah so many good memories man hilarious so many good memories and our rock band band that we made up our fake band was zelda high rules oh yeah yeah lame lame pun lame. so good man was a was it rock band we were playing uh at at uh freaking not stephanie's house amy's house her little her little apartment and we were playing rock band and that lady was getting real mad at us oh <laughs> oh yeah dude oh my gosh you should tell that you should tell that story because that, that's a funny story too You're, you are was, right it was this amy's was house. right after uh the movie the rocker came out and uh so they had like the rocker dlc pack so of course we bought it right and uh and then I think that also came with like Jukebox Hero and, and all these other ones. So we're playing and Amy lived in this really small efficiency apartment. Um, yep. And so obviously playing rock band and the walls in this place were super thin. It was a super horrible apartment, but it was cheap. Uh, it was pretty late. What time was it? Like maybe nine, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, it was probably nine o'clock or later. Yeah. And this lady, she had asked us to quiet down. So we like turned everything down. We were trying to be quiet, but I guess she could hear us playing the drum set or something because she lived underneath, if I remember right. And, yeah, either uh, underneath or like immediately next door. I forgot where, but she was like one of Amy's yeah. adjacent neighbors. Anyhow, so the second time she comes over and she's just like irate. And we're all just like dumb college kids. We're like, what, 21, 22? And, uh, and we were just playing jukebox hero, getting like way into it. So she comes over and was like, you guys need to stop or I'm going to call the cops. So she's walking away. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't me. And I was like, she's a jukebox zero. <laughs> yeah. Said it like real loud. Uh, that was definitely, that was definitely your comment. And I, I cannot stop laughing. And after that, I couldn't sing anymore on rock band. Cause I couldn't stop laughing after you said that. <laughs> She's a jukebox zero. Jukebox zero. (laughs) 
I'm pretty oh. sure after that second time we had to stop because Amy was like, please don't have him call the cops. Yeah. Uh, and then I think and, we went uh-huh. and got uh DP dope. I remember we walked over, it was like super late. Yeah. Walked over, Man, got DP DP dough, and then we went to uh Stephanie's house. I would have a hard time staying up that that late and doing that stuff now man like i i have a hard enough time playing like halo at nine nine ten o'clock at night it's like i should, I should but but do, like, you, though, but do you though but do you i mean i get tired and then i play for <clears throat> another hour excuse me so that's how you know that you're like super addicted to a game i'm like i should go to bed and i'm like yes. one more match and then an hour later i'm like okay now i should really go to, to bed another hour later yeah yeah yep you yep. got it well, also, so on your birthday, we mentioned this last episode, and I know we're kind of talking about things in kind of the reverse order we normally have been than usual. But on your birthday, the new Zebrahead EP came out. Their EP called Three uh, came out on your birthday. So I listened to it. I liked it. They've already, they've already released like three singles from it, you know, but there were some new songs as well. What do you what do you think of the new stuff off the EP? I think it sounds exactly like old Zebrahead, which is what I wanted. Because I was not a fan of a lot of the new stuff. That makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I know a lot of people like Brain Invaders. I did not. <laughs> it just, it's not there for me. Okay. Um, but this this one felt way more like, uh, like Playmate of the Year. Uh-huh. Or more like Broadcast to the World. That's a great one. You have that one yeah. on final too. We both do. Yep, I do. Um, so yeah, so so I really liked it. Uh, I've listened to it probably like twenty times already, because it's yeah, it, it's only like what five six tracks, and they're not. I think like, it's, super long. I think it's six. Yeah, six tracks. Yeah. And yeah, they're they're not super long, right? Like you can listen to the whole thing through in like twenty twenty five minutes. Um, and yeah, it's good. It's very good. And they they switched uh, lead singers, correct? Yes, yes. The uh, uh, man, I got, I got to look up their. Um, let me look up their new lead singer real quick, just so I don't get it wrong. So I was but, super concerned. Uh, I was like, "Oh no!" Like, is it going to be good? But it's good. It's kind of like uh, when Blink One Eighty Two, uh, you know, switched to Matt Skiba from Alkaline Trio instead of uh-huh. Tom. Um, and everybody was like, "Is it going to work?" And it turns out, yeah, it worked. So, Adrian Australia, Australia is uh, the new lead singer. Yep. So I, I like him though. Um, I, I really, I really do. I like the sound and I, I agree with you. It's got some old zebra head feel to it. I've heard, I've listened to some other people talk about it and review the record and talk about how he has a little more like pop punk influence in his voice uh, and kind of brings a little bit of that, but, and I, and I get a little bit of that, but um, overall it still feels like, still feels like Zebrahead. I still really like it for me personally. I like the, I like broadcast of the world as well. Um, get nice for me is still one of my favorite Zebrahead records. I, I love that record and I would, I, I would buy it on vinyl if it wasn't like 150 bucks. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah, dude. Get nice was, Oh my gosh. Man, like now I'm going to have to listen it, to that. It had the ballad of Ricky Bobby on it. Um, mm-hmm. The the title track "Get Nice" is is just so catchy, man. Like I I I love every song on that record. Um, so for me, that's like my go to Zebrahead, and and so I, and that's very pop punky as well, in my opinion. It's got a lot of those melodic hooks. It still has the Zebrahead rapping, um, which is really cool in the breakdowns. But the melodic hooks, man, that's like what will reel me into pretty much anything. I love that. Yes. Let's see. 
Love it. I'm going to send uh, yeah, because they had another one, Walk the Plank. Didn't listen to like any of that. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't listen to that either. Yeah, Way More Beer was like 2014. Uh, but that was like a live album, if I remember. Call Your Friends. Barely listened to any of that. Like, they Get Nice was 2011. 2011, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that one, yeah, yeah Battle of Ricky Bobby. Um, she Don't Want to <laughs> Rock was a good track. Yep. Um, you know, and then they had their cover, cover album, which I still think is one of their best ones. Oh, uh, yep. <laughs> Pen- Penny uh, Raid. Penny Raid, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is a great record. Because it's, it's all covers of all female bands, right? Yeah. Because that, yeah. that came out um, at one year after Phoenix. Yeah. And F- Phoenix, I will forever, forever be into. Like that for me, that was my introduction to Zebrahead uh, from you, which we've talked yeah. about. Um, and, and I, from the, from the get go, I, I was, I was there for it, man. Um, <laughs> for, for all the songs, it was just like super great record. And that was one of the ones where you, when you left for the army, you were like, Hey, you can just hang on to this. And I was like, what are you serious? And I listened to yeah. it like even more. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm still a super fan of like their old stuff, you know, Waste of Mind, Playmate of the Year, uh, MFZB. Yep. You know, Broadcast to the World. Well, I think it's cool, man, that one of your favorite bands, one of the bands that was like the a catalyst to our friendship came out on your birthday. That's super cool. Yeah, it literally was. Like the first time like, we told this story on like episode one, maybe it was episode two that never got published. Uh, <laughs> it's a secret, it's a secret episode. You know, but like you were, you offered me a ride home from work because I was walking home, and I lived quite a, quite a ways away. And uh, actually, I think it was like six miles away. Anyhow, uh, I was wa- I was gonna walk home. And you're like, oh, you know, I'll get a ride, and we we started talking about music or whatever. And I just so happened to have that CD with me because uh, this was we're old, and you know, I- iPods or whatever weren't really like super huge yet, right? And uh, I was, uh, you know, still carrying around a, a Discman or a Sony Walkman or whatever they're called. I was like, uh, do, you, do you know this band called Z-Brand? You're like, no. And I put it in and that was it, man. That first <laughs> ride home, you know, you, you like we were going to go straight home. And then you're like, no, uh, you took me out to dinner. We had a nice romantic evening, <laughs> long, 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 a, a long walk um, down College Avenue. Yeah, exactly. Just total, total bromance to the max. (laughs) I do remember that. I remember like, it was definitely one of those records where I didn't, I didn't want to stop listening to it. So I'm like, let's just drive around to random places and keep listening to this. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think we pretty much listened to the entire record. uh, And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Two wrongs don't make a right, but three rights make a left. (laughs) Their song titles. Uh, (laughs) Man, such a good album. And on that, you asked if I had it on vinyl. And I do not, but I soon will. Oh, did you buy it? So I went to their, because I went to their webpage looking for the vinyl for their new EP. And they have Rip. Phoenix on vinyl and it is a, a special edition. Really? Yes. I'm checking right now. I'm like mid podcast. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta look. Yeah. It's like a, a, a blue and white splatter. That's cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. It's got like. Yeah, mostly blue with okay, cool. Yeah. 
That's uh, dope. so so that'll be here sometime in the in the future. Also, remember how disappointed we were when we we ordered um, broadcast of the world the the special edition one and the record came outside of the sleeve. Yes, uh, mine. Did yours? Uh, did we talk about this? Did yours come in as bad a shape as mine did? No, no. Um, your your record was warped, correct? Yeah, mine was the the most warped record I've ever gotten. I've ordered a lot, and mine so, came outside of the sleeve. Yeah, and it was like literally curved, man, like almost yeah. like a C shape. And you I was got like, it. You got it flattened out, right? I did. Yeah, I put some heavy stuff on it for in, inside the packaging. You know, I put some like heavy yeah. boxes on top for a couple days, and it flattened it out. And I did play it, and it sounded okay. But I was like, so, man, if you if you read their if you read their website, they tell you that it ships that way crazy yeah it says all our records uh ship outside the sleeve um to to reduce damage to the sleeve because i guess they were having problems with their their sleeves showing up and they'd be cut because the record would cut them sure yeah would like Um, poke through the cardboard yeah so and people were complaining right because like if you're a collector like uh, the sleeve is a big part not only the record itself but like the sleeve really can help determine the value and uh totally so if you get a, a sleeve and it's all cut, like you, you just half the value of that collector's item. Um, so they started shipping them that way. And they said, if you want it shipped in the sleeve, you need to email them directly. Okay. Did you do that? No, I'm just going to have it ship outside the sleeve. Hopefully it's not yeah, all jacked I, up. I've had other records that have been shipped outside the sleeve and they've been perfectly fine um and i know there is a reason why they they do that usually but yeah it was just really weird it could have been a one-off shipping thing it was it, thankfully i straightened it out and it wasn't too wasn't too big of a deal but i was a little a little frustrated about it for sure yeah um and then you uh you actually bought a test pressing from mxpx as well correct I did. Yeah. MXPX had their big holiday drop and I went, uh, I went a little nuts. I bought Christmas presents for Lily. I uh, got her some, some stuff off of there. My daughter, um, for, for those listeners that don't know, uh, my six-year-old that I was talking about, she loves MXPX too. So I got her some MXPX PJs with like a punk rock snowman on them. Uh, they got like the poppets for the kids, all sorts of stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? Like I'm going to do it. I'll buy myself a Christmas gift and I'll get an MXPX test pressing. Um, and their, their manager or not manager of like the merch area, which is my Carrera's mom, Michelle, she messaged me and I didn't realize this, but the test presses are actually coming out of Denver, which is super cool, which is like an hour away from where I live. Oh, so, so you can just go, you can just go pick it up. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, okay, like that's, that's crazy. Cool. Um, yeah, man. But that was a, that was good for me. And then MXP has also released a new Christmas song on your birthday as well. On Friday, they released a know, Christmas song that. called hold your tongue and say Apple. The oh, dude, this the song, song is so good. It's, uh, it's very good. And it's, I'm getting a kick out of reading the Facebook comments is very polarizing um, for their longtime fans because MXPX did start off as a, a Christian band on tooth and nail records. And yeah, you know, definitely not Christian anymore. They, yeah, they typically don't swear in a lot of their songs. And, and what, that song definitely has swearing in it. And people are just like, I'm so upset. I can't play this for my kids. And, you know, there, there's mixed views on it. Like, I'm sure your kids have heard worse or I mean, you know, whatever. But, but if you yeah. think about it, like my Carrera <clears throat> is a longtime member of uh, Goldfinger. Yeah. And, and Goldfinger is not a Christian band, not even close. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, maybe they started out that way. I don't know like their whole story. You probably do because um, you are like an MXPX super fan. Uh, 
you know, maybe they met at church and maybe that's why they started out as a Christian man. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. Um, no, you're, but, uh, you're right though. Like, I mean, I, I have been MXP expand for a long time, but I also, it's, this is another thing that you and I, we can talk about this in another episode more in depth, but this is something that you and I bonded over as well. It's like, I came from like the Christian world of music, um, where I was listening to a lot of Christian pop punk, a lot of Christian metal, like, you know, bands that identified as Christians. Like, I don't mean they're singing like worship music. I mean, they're like, you know, Christian bands like, Hey, we believe in Jesus. Like here's some insanely cool, heavy metal, like demon hunter. You know what I mean? Um, and pop punk, like Hawk Nelson, FM static, uh, Reliant K, like all that stuff. Like that's what I grew up God rest their soul. Oh dude, that CD. Oh my gosh. I love Capital Lights. So good. But like, that's where I was coming from. So when you and I kind of like collided, I was like introducing you to like a lot of this Christian pop punk, like Capital Lights um, and these bands that that I was discovering. And then you were kind of showing me these other bands that that weren't Christian, like, you know, Zebrahead and um, and, and Hashtag not Christian. And we had like commonality too with, with ones like, um, like Weezer, you know, we both liked Weezer. We both knew about yeah. Weezer and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, man, the thing, I, the thing for me, sorry to go off on a tangent, but the thing for me that like, I think is cool, man, is like MXPX can still be Christians. You know what I mean? Like they can still love Jesus. And just because they released a song that doesn't, you know, overtly state that like God still exactly. loves them, you know, there's still grace yeah. for us. Like, I, I like that about, about them and just about being a Christian personally. So anyway, that's yeah. my tangent. No, no, you're good. Like people get so wrapped up around, like, if you're a Christian, you have to do this and you have to do this. <clears throat> and like, uh, I mean, you're, you're a pretty religious guy, you know? Um, but that doesn't mean that occasionally you don't drop a swear word. Yeah. Cause I, that's, that's my, that's my point, it, man. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like we're, we're all human and I'm not a super Christian person and I swear all the time and that whatever, I'm probably going to hell or maybe not. Um, you know, cause God says we can repent and he'll forgive us. Right. Uh, absolutely. So before we make this too religious, but yeah, so like, it's okay to, to like, man, it's like my, I'm going to go on a tangent. It's my mom, right. Uh, super Catholic, like super Catholic. And, um, when we were growing up, she, she never really like was super, super Catholic. Uh, but as she gets older, like she won't even watch like some of the Marvel movies. Cause she's like, yeah, it's just not very, it's not, it doesn't fit with my religious views. I was like, you understand it's for entertainment, right? Like, <laughs> like th- it's not like the dude who made this movie is saying aliens are real mom. Right. It's okay. <laughs> like she won't even listen. She, so my parents used to love stand up comedy. And I remember uh, Robin Williams had that stand-up special like in 96, 97. And uh-huh. they, they had it on CD. They bought it on CD because we were going on a road trip. And some of that stuff is super vulgar, right? But like my mom nowadays would never listen to that. I don't know what happened. She was like, yeah, it's not very Christian. I'm like, you used to laugh at this kind of thing. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, dude, it's, it's crazy. Like, I mean, the term religion in general and just how people view it, like there's definitely a lot of stigma around that for sure. But in my opinion, like, especially the older I get, you know, it's really just about loving Jesus and loving people. And, you know, there, there really is room for like our mistakes and stuff. And it's like, I'm not going to lie to anybody when like, it's exactly like you said, man, it's like, I have 100% gotten upset and like swore and said yeah. things and thought things I shouldn't have. And I'm just like, and I am a Christian and I, I do love Jesus, you know? And it's like, and he, he does forgive me and I'm thankful for that. And it's just like, 
that's the kind of Christianity that's going to win people over though to, to, you know, accepting the Lord is that kind of acceptance and, and room for grace. Right. You know what I mean? Not like you said a swear word, like, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. I don't want to be around you. Like, no, yeah, you're, you're not just like hanging out with sinners all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like if you want to write a song with the word asshole in it, which you can say on syndicated television now, it's not even freaking censored. Um, fine. I thought it was a great song. I, I was laughing. I was having a good old time. And if you watch the, uh, and to add to that, I agree with you hundred percent. And like, if you watch the YouTube video for that song, so it's MXPX, um, hold your tongue and say Apple. It's like hand-drawn kind of animated, um, you know, Christmas song. But if you watch the song, the ending of the song, the whole connotation of the song is about like becoming a better person, you know, like changing how you're acting, behaving, all that sort of stuff. Like it's like RIP to the whole view. He's, he's, he's obviously very upset at somebody throughout that whole song <laughs> you know right um, and we've all been there man like we've all been there where we're just really mad at somebody and it comes out in different ways or you're talking to somebody and, and you know you get angry in ways you don't expect but we've all been there so it's relatable and you know it's just them doing their thing and, and it's a different christmas song which i also yeah. really like it's not your traditional you know like bring out the marshmallows and open presents <laughs> it reminds me of uh the blink 182 one i won't be home for christmas Oh yeah. Yeah. It's such a good one. Mm -hmm. And then, (laughs) you know, simple plan has a new Christmas song too, that I saw advertised, but I just saw it a couple of days ago and I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but that one's called my Christmas list and they just dropped that. So I will listen to that and talk about it as it gets closer to Christmas. But I figured I'd let you know, because I just saw that the other day. Yeah. I did not know. I did not see that. That's weird. Me neither. Yeah. It was kind of like a weird, I don't want to say surprise drop, but it didn't come out on Friday and they were just like, check out our new Christmas song. I was like, okay, I didn't know you had one, but <laughs> the MXPX know. one I for sure knew about. And I was super excited for that. And and once again, it's crazy melodic, super catchy. Like my career kills it. Like he always does. And yeah. I'm just, I'm all about it. <laughs> Speaking of which, when is Goldfinger going to have a new album? They're due. Oh, uh, they just had never looked back last year. Oh wait. Yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, because we both pre-ordered that, and I was super stoked about it. And then we yeah, got yeah. early we got early access to it. I sent you that pre-order link the second I saw it, and I think we both got like the the pink version of it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I need to get storage for my records, man. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. Right now, they're just in a stack on my floor. <laughs> right. So and when like, your kids when your kids ask you, "Hey, Dad, can I go to college?" You're just gonna be oh. like uh dude this is a, oh man speaking of this so, so I, had, I had a friend of mine real recently uh we were talking about spending money and stuff um yeah so uh, anyway she asked me she's like like what do you spend money on and i was like i buy i buy a lot of records like a, like a lot she's like like how much and, I'm, and my response was let's just say college is overrated and lily has street smarts <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. so Oh, like, Dad, can I go to college? Uh, look at these records, kiddo. Come here. Yeah. Um, and then speaking of which, you asked me about, uh, so you got me a, a skateboard deck uh, from Braille Skateboarding. It's their first try deck with, like, the broken arm. Uh-huh. And uh, you asked me if I hung it up yet. Well, no, I haven't hung it up yet. And, yes, it's still in the shrink wrap because uh, it's autographed, right? Did I get that wrong? No, 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 you got that right. So yeah, I got that yeah. for you last year because uh, you kind of, I found out about Braille and you were like, oh yeah, I've been watching Braille forever. And so I kind of followed them a little bit as I was kind of getting back into just like casually skateboarding. And uh, I sent you, yeah, I sent you that. And that was the the very first run 
of their decks ever. So it's like, it's like a, essentially a first pressing of one of their decks signed by Aaron Cairo. And it's the first try decks. It's got like the white, white deck with like the first try logo on it. Um, yes, yeah, so that's exactly what that is. But that is like a first pressing, like one of the original 150 decks, I think that were ever produced right. very first ones. So really, really yeah. cool. So, so I still have it. It's not hung up and it's still in the, the shrink wrap, by the way. It's safer um, that way. You don't you don't break well, your arm if it stays in the shrink. So wrap. where I was going with this is my youngest daughter, who's one now, um, is like walking around and getting into everything, and she mm-hmm. discovered that she can tear shrink wrap. Oh, great! Yeah. So now that deck is safely secured in my office, where she doesn't she's not allowed to go, because um, I was like, don't let her unwrap it. <laughs> like, like it's gonna get hung up, right? I'm gonna have to unwrap it to hang it up. But like, I'm trying to keep it uh, as nice as I can sure until Dude, it, until it gets hung up i ordered a like really cheap uh it's only like 10 bucks or so like a cheap skateboard deck holder from amazon uh that that looks pretty cool so if you hop on amazon and just type in yes skateboard deck holder there's so a bunch and the reason it's not hung up and i'll explain this to you all the walls of my house are made out of concrete oh so it's not like i can just find a stud and like hang some stuff up or use a drywall screw Sure. Um, I literally have to drill a hole and then get uh, like a concrete anchor, put that in and then get a screw to go into that. And it's such a pain. Um, yeah. So I we, bought that, that. we bought that cuckoo clock and I hung that up and man, let me tell you, like for the first couple of days, I was like, did I do this right? And it's still up and it, it hasn't fallen. Right. Um, for, <laughs> for our listeners, we're, I live in Germany. And so we went and did the whole touristy thing of buying a cuckoo clock. Uh, but we went to like the last place where they still hand carve them. There's only like two or three in this town and it's all the way on the border, almost to uh, Switzerland, literally like you're like 40 minutes away from Switzerland. That's so cool. And uh, so it's, it's hand carved. We spent a ton of money on this clock and my wife was like, well, we got to hang it up and it's still up there. I'm just waiting for the day where like I mess something up and that thing comes tumbling down. So no, that, it won't. You did a good that's, job. That's why the uh, the skateboard's not up yet because I'm trying to find a way to like do it where I can maybe do it with like a command hook or something. It's not sure. super heavy, so it doesn't need like uh, it doesn't need you know a, su- a super strength to be held up on the wall. Right. Yeah, it's it's tough when you got different different mounting surfaces that you're going into uh, concrete brick. That stuff's really really tough. But I'm just super happy that that uh, you that I was able to get the deck for you, man. Because like you know you do nice stuff for me all the time, and I just wanted to like you know do something nice for you and get you something super cool. So I'm I'm glad yeah. you have it, and, and I know you'll find a good place for it. But it's uh yeah, it's a pretty sweet deck. Right now sure. it's on my futon. So my futon, my futon. A futon. I'm here my, for it. <laughs> my Putin. <laughs> uh, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Sorry. Stop it. Oh, oh, oh man. man. I can't. I know. Uh, Go. You know it's like on a on a more somber note, we didn't have as many listeners this last week as we did the weeks prior. So I don't know if our if our listeners are offended. They're just like, fuck these guys, I'm out. <laughs> but uh, I, I got to the point because I used to just check the dashboard every day and just kind of see where we're at because it was always trending up. And I was like, oh, this is great. Well, it just like stopped trending up and it was like on a downward trend and I was getting real sad. And I was like, all right, well, you can't check the dashboard anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'll go up and down and, and I, we're, we got some stuff in the works. I'm working on some stuff to get us, uh, you know, get us out there a little bit more and oh, hopefully get us so some help. I, I made progress well. on our, on our artwork. Did you? I, do you yeah. send, text me some pictures? No. Well, do you listen to what the progress is first before you get too oh, excited? Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I I'm took ready. the stuff out of the Amazon box. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> send me a picture of unboxed art materials. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like just been super busy and I like I had a long weekend this week uh but I'm super busy at work doing some work stuff and so like this weekend I was just I I had no motivation like I have all these computer parts so I have to take apart my computer clean it and replace some parts and I haven't done that I haven't done the artwork that's okay yeah we you know we're we're four episodes in we're gonna keep doing it and uh Good things, uh, good things start start off small, man. Like we're just gonna keep having fun with it, keep getting it's not stuff what structured. My wife said. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, and then my my daughter so politely informed me that apparently her English teacher listens to the podcast. What? Yeah. Oh boy. Because her English teacher was talking about podcasting or something. She's like, Oh, my dad does one of those. Oh really? Well, where is it at? So she told her and apparently she listens to it. Oh my gosh. Nick, can you come to the principal's office? Why? Yeah. I was like, well, here comes CPS. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, well, on that note, I'd love, I'd love to keep talking, but I do have to, uh, I do have to get going to go to church because I'm running the soundboard at my church today and practice starts and, 20 minutes or so. And thankfully I don't live too far away from the church. So we got to wrap this one up, but we will talk more next time. And I think we should definitely talk more about like, like the whole different, you know, next time we talk about music, we should talk more about the different, like kind of camps of music. We both came from, you know what I mean? Like our experience and stuff like that, dive into that a little bit deeper and talk more about Capital Lights because that was an influential band in our, in our friendship as well. That we will do. So right, man. cool. Well, well, listeners, thanks for listening. Uh, those of you that do, and we're just going to keep doing this and we appreciate everybody that does tune in. So uh, thank you guys. Oh, also, please, please like review. I, I don't know how to check reviews on iTunes. I don't even know if there is reviews on iTunes. Uh, but if you're not reviewing us, please re- like submit a review um, for right now. That's how we get our feedback and how we can make it better for you guys. So please review. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're going to keep just making things better. And uh yeah, we're going to talk Christmas and uh, we'll have some themed episodes coming up, especially it gets closer to the holidays. So I'm excited about that. All right, man. All right, dude. Well, I will talk to you later, my friend. Later. Bye, guys. <laughs>